Hello, and welcome to the Spooky Chris Podcast. My name is Chris Ringler. I'm an author, filmmaker, artist, and all-around ne'er-do-well, and this is my short-form podcast. You can find out more about me, my books, my movies, and everything else at SpookyChris.com. As I record this, it is August 23rd, 2021. I want to take a few minutes kind of to recognize just the strange pivot point we are in in our modern history. Not that I have any any insight that isn't already out there that people don't already have. Sometimes you just you want to say things out loud for yourself as much as anyone else, but it's been it strikes me that we are we have been at a pivot point for a few I mean years now. But this is this is definitely a big one, like right this this moment kind of. Um, and, and you know, history has them. You know where we where we stand or fall, where we we shift, where culture changes, um, where belief changes. And these you know don't happen overnight. These aren't lightning bolt kind of things. <coughs> Generally speaking. Uh, it takes something, you know, massive to really shift things that way. You know, like the World War II, things shifted uh, dramatically because it was so cataclysmic uh, that you know that thing everything changed. In in the very narrowest view, even um, things changed as far as I mean, gosh, not even that narrow. Uh, the history, the future of Germany changed. Uh, the and you know on another level, population because there there was the post-war uh, baby boom. So that obviously you have a baby boom that will change <clears throat> the the culture, the 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 makeup, the history, um, just because you're adding more people in. I mean, all of those baby boom kids are in power now, uh, so. So all of that generation has has taken taken over, you know, the reins of history in many ways. So it mattered. It matters. So as I say, we're in a pivot point right now. With we're we're kind of at the nexus of a lot of things coming together. Uh, and it's interesting and sad to kind of note some of the changes. Um, Within the last, like politics has always been um, fraught with with villainy and misconduct and misdeeds, um, you know, lying, theft, and stealing, or and in, in, in cheating and in, in all all that good stuff. All, I mean, it is what it is. <clears throat> You're putting someone into a, a position of power, um, and people want some of that juice, and so they will do say and say things to get some of that power um, just a few drops even and the people in power will will many times uh, be corrupted by it to some degree because so many people are willing to do almost anything for some of that juice so, so politics has never been a sterling example of the best of us it can be 
but it often isn't. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think that's why there's not, you know, in our democracy, one leader. There's there's several, so that there's fail-safes and that there's more more voices than just one person kind of coming up and making it up as they go along. But in the last generation, for sure, things have definitely darkened. In the last few years, things have gotten so there. They're pitch black, and we just have lost any kind of uh, sense or ability to step away from it. We we identify so deeply with politics, which is strange to think that <clears throat> we are expected to side with one you know one of two sides. Like you're either Democrat or you're Republican in America. Um, no, you're conservative or you're a, or, or you're a liberal. And it's, which those alone um, have become almost uh, curse words. Um, you know the notion of of the liberal, the spend the spend the liberal, and who who is loosey goosey with things, and who doesn't doesn't. <clears throat> doesn't doesn't think of the future, but thinks of the moment. <clears throat> uh, wants to bail everyone out, and the bleeding heart liberal is the is of course the idea, which is you know we'll say is very funny in, in and of itself because the idea that you wanting to help someone um, is terrible. Again, it goes back to this idea of it's a, it's a, a sh- poor shaming and this in the, the fallacy of bootstrapping it and well you should pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you should figure things out yourself you know it's it's that silly that silly uh <clears throat> line of thought that is still carried through today but the people that generally say that never ever did that like they always had someone helping them up it's it's very rare you find someone who like literally like oh no Zero to sixty, I did every every last thing myself. It's like meh, everybody, at least it's it's a relationship thing. It's like you know someone, or you know there's there's something else involved. But then the other side is the is the conservative side, which has be, gone from fiscally conservative and conservative values, which are more family based values, to more of an interest in in in. I mean. I hate to say it because I am more, I lean liberal. So I don't want, I'm, I'm trying to go with this and not be, be, uh, stereotype all. But it, the conservatives tend to be more religious, folk, you know, focused and based and focused more on the values and morals and with a talking point of fiscal conservativeness. But I mean, government spends and it spend, spends a lot without thinking so I don't think either side is really great with with saving money but both sides have become you know to think that you either choose one or the other you are either this or you are that you can't be a little of both you can't be well like I want to help everybody but I think that we we should have more conservative values or well I I believe in conservative values but I think we need to help the poor you know it's 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 weird it's weird that, like I say, you you have to choose one or the other, and we're not, you know, you're not allowed by the system 
to really kind of stand in the middle. And that's very strange. Um, but as, as these last few years have shown us, the political climate has gotten caustic. Uh, so much so that you have, and, and again, like no, nothing is new under the sun, as they say. So none of this is. It's we're not seeing new types of people, but we're seeing different. We're seeing grifters that are so blatant as to not even hide what they do, where they, you know, once upon a time you would you would kind of hide the lie, and you would hide kind of your your criminality and try to try to portray yourself as oh no 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 i am i am i would never do this i am the person of the people and now it's more of they just double down on the lie they're like how dare you say i'm lying you're lying and we have become so distrustful of one another of the other the the great like you know we've been told by so you know multiple generations of leaders that these foreigners are coming for our jobs, jobs that most of us don't want anyways. <clears throat> and it's just hard to keep straight who's telling the truth, who's lying. And when, I mean, it really is both sides, but right now conservatives are the most dangerous of the two. But when you have both sides kind of like saying, you know, pointing and saying they're lying, I promise they're lying. And then it gets even worse, where it's not even just they're lying; it's they're they're trying to destroy the the country. They are trying to let in, you know, uh, a form of villainy. They're trying to destroy our way of life. They're trying to take away your your job and your security and your your like hope and religion. It's fear mongering. And we've lived in this fear-mongering for, I mean, like I say, several... It's been going for a while, but with the Trump administration, it ramped up. Because you had someone who... His his style of business is one that, like, hey, like, if I can't... Like, he's, he's the art of the deal. The art of the deal is he's going to bully you. And he's going to bully you until you either say yes and give up, or until he finds ways or people that will help him destroy you. And he takes everything personally. He takes everything as if it is a challenge to him himself. I don't think at all he had any interest in being president of the United States of America. I think once the pundits and everyone started making fun of him and laughing it off and saying, oh God, him president never happened. They told him no. So suddenly he was like, uh, no, I will be president. And people didn't want him until they started to realize this outsider mystique was just so seductive. Like, oh, well, gosh, he's an outsider. Of course, he'll do, he'll, you know, he'll do great, all these people. Like, or he's a celebrity, and, oh, he's rich. He'll never, he said he's never going to take a, a, take a paycheck. Well, which is the best thing to say, because uh, this man was smart enough to know that, oh, gosh, I can make more money Outside of this couple hundred, you know, like $300,000-ish a year for the presidency, I can make more money with other stuff because I'm president. 
and again, it's not like he's the first one to ever do that. I'm sure there are oceans, <laughs> or 40-some. There are a lot of presidents, I'm sure, that have, I mean, if, if they don't make it right then, they make it now, where they can charge tens of thousands of dollars for, you know, hundreds of thousands for a, an appearance fee to go and, like, give a 10-minute speech to a group of wealthy people and then walk away. <clears throat> so it's always been partially about the money. But he found a way to make the money while he was in office. And he used this outsider status to to just become a cartoon of himself. Where the more power he got, and the more people that said, nodded their head and said, yes, 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 the more crazy he got. Uh, where it, it, is, it was truly a situation where the emperor was no close. No one would tell him to stop. Uh, that's why you'll, you'll, you see now, like, he would float ideas like, why can't we just kill the protesters? Why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? <clears throat> in his heart of hearts, did he want that? That's not for me to say. But he, flo- I, I absolutely believe he floated those ideas because he was in, he was pin, you know, pinwheeling out of control. He was just kind of saying stuff like, oh, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? And he had so many people around him that were like, yes, sir. Absolutely, sir. That sounds great, sir. And no one was questioning him. Well, very few. And that only emboldened the hatred in these groups, like the Proud Boys and these others that are just, they're there, they've always been there, like the Klan, but they're, they never were very active. But once all this started, and the, oh, well, the, the Democrats, they're, they're socialists, and you say socialists, and we don't even understand what socialism is in America, but we're like, we, we hear Russian. Oh, they're trying to make us like the Russians or the Chinese. You know, they 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 make it so as if we're we're, we're as like our enemies. Oh, well, I'm supposed to be like them, and and they think like, oh, they're gonna take our religion away, and they're gonna like make our women do this, and they're gonna do all these things and enslave us. And that's that's not the case. That's not even to say that socialism is good or bad. That's just saying that is not the cartoon we are presented is not what it is. So as we had someone like stoking the flames happily for their own end like you know the the madness in american society that we've had for a while where we've been at war for 20 some years we have seen these like terrorist attacks that we saw oh we would always just see on the television happening overseas and go gosh that's so sad i'm gonna send a few dollars they happen on our shores now school shootings which again had been a rare occurrence here uh our thing a regular thing now because we don't want to deal with mental health. We don't want to talk about mental health. You know, that's, that's weak. Men don't cry. Uh, kids don't, you shouldn't get a participation trophy. That's weak. Uh, you know, girls need to, to stop luring men into like committing like acts of, of violence against them because it's truly the women, you know, woman's fault because she lured him into it. Like it's just this madness. And these ideas. And if you anymore, we don't want to have discourse, and, and that's that's part of an outcropping of social media. And I love social media. Social media is great and it's important, but it's also it's a platform of shutting people down. And yes, they're echo chambers, but I mean friendships. You know, you want support. We sit there and we're like, well, you get yourself in an echo chamber, and you don't you hear no other. Yeah, I guess. Um, but you also, like, if you have good friends, like, they don't sit there and challenge everything about you, but they present ideas 
that will make you wonder, like, oh, well, maybe this is a different way to go, and maybe this, and maybe that. So you have all of these people that are trying trying to figure out what they what they believe, and then you have these firebrands that spout like they're volcanoes of hate and fear they're coming for you they're going to take your way of life you know i'm i am a a white guy i'm a heterosexual white guy these loonies have been screaming at people like me for years now like they're taking take your your job, they're going to take your women, they're going to take this, they're going to take that. You can't even be a man anymore. You should be ashamed. And and, and it's funny because anything where it is someone having to take responsibility for actions, uh, for for mostly, you know, usually it's, it's these, you know, with cancel culture. Yeah, some of them are kind of questionable, like where it's like, eh, that's, a, that's a knee-jerk reaction. Most of them... It's legit stuff that someone did that they finally are paying for. And, yeah, it sucks if you lose your, you know, your your way to make a living and this and that. But, you know, unfortunately, that's that's sometimes what consequences mean. And that's, that is what it is. But we've been told, again, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a white guy, over and over again, like, oh, well, they're... You can't even be a white man anymore. You got to apologize for it, and they're going to come for you. And all this fear mongering, tell, like, telling us that people of color are going to overtake the country, and this and that. And it's just it's this fear mongering and trying to get people on edge. So like, oh well, I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to lose my house. I don't want to lose my standing. Um, even even the most kind of like, well, I, I think everybody should be great. Because you would think people who have of faith, people who belong to the church, people who believe, you would think they would be like, well, no, I love everyone. I believe, you know, we all deserve, you know, to have happiness and hope and, and live in, in the Lord's love and whatever. You would think that they would be more kind of mellowed out kind of and and just kind of more open to the idea that you know I may not agree but we have the right to to coexist but even religion has been weaponized and it's not a, you know it's not a western thing it's been weaponized across the globe it always has been ooh sorry um it's it's not a new thing so you have people at the pulpit preaching hate. You have people in leadership preaching hate. So it's, you know, and, and we we have been, t- you know, telling men for, you know, decades to man up, to don't be a wuss, to, you know, crying is, is weak, uh, uh, asking for help is weak, um, like compassion is weak. There's all these things. And women have been told, like, oh, well... You know, you've got to watch what you wear because you don't want to mislead a man. Or, well, you don't want to give them the wrong idea. Or, be careful out there because men... All of these things to make them afraid of men. Reasonably so. But, like, framing it in a way as if uh, the woman is responsible for the actions of the man. So the groundwork had been laid for us to go crazy. And then we got Trump. 
and then we got COVID. And it has been heartbreaking to see how we've reacted to COVID. Something that, you know, we look for things to unite us. You know, 9-11 united us, if just for a moment, in, in tragedy. It united us in this, like, heartbreak. And then when it turned to, like, rage, we started to, you know, people started falling off like, well, I don't know if that's the way. I don't know if that's the right choice. But for at least a moment, one slim moment, we were united. You would think COVID would do the same, but this is a, a moment of great world tragedy where you would think we would come together like, hey, let's get together, let's do what we need to do, and let's just, just stop this thing now. We'll sacrifice for the moment, and we'll, we'll, we'll find our way forward. And what we found, as I mean, as history shows us, some of us willing to make the sacrifices, uh, some of us being forced to, and then it became an issue of freedom. Well, you don't have the right to take my freedom away, but it, you know, you don't you don't have the right to force my child to wear a mask. You can't force me to get a vaccine. And it's things that are just it's it is crazy, and it's not even it's not even just a well. I don't know if I believe in the vaccine or not. I want some more time to see how this goes. It's not even as simple as that. It is they're putting magnets in you. They're putting radiation in you. They're going to mind control you. You are not human anymore because of your DNA. Like, it's crazy. Everything is conspiracy now. When we knew a guy who was a flat earther and who became a conspiracy guy... It, we should have taken it as a warning because this was a you know educated guy had friends uh wasn't you know who was an alternative guy was you know not religious in any way was a liberal <clears throat> and he fell sway to that um so we can't just say well it's those uneducated you know right wing conservatives it's not Anyone can fall prey to conspiracy, and conspiracy is just, it's insanity. And we're at a point where conspiracy has been weaponized, where people in, in foreign nations are concocting things just to make us crazy, because we are all so on edge. Um, and it's, we, we muddle freedom with, with uh, freeness. Like, no one has taken our freedoms in America. The United States is still as free as it was, you know, 10 days ago. But it's the idea that we must sacrifice for one another, for people we don't necessarily like or respect or uh, trust or support that gets us. It's that we have to not do things, you know, we're a society who is, I want it, I want it now, and you're not going to tell me no. We're a very, very petulant society, um, and we act like children. And that's that's a bitter pill, <clears throat> but it is what it is. <clears throat> and we let ourselves be led by the nose, <coughs> by celebrity and media <clears throat> and politics and fear and our our, our, our religious leaders, like, we, we don't think for ourselves. So, because common sense tells you, well, shucks, this sucks, but nearly a million people have died. I'm going to mask up, I'm going to get vaccinated, I'm going to do what I can, 
and just get past this so I can have a future so my children can have a future. But we don't act that way. We don't we, we don't believe that way. Uh, which has put us in a climate crisis, which it's it's crazy to think that people are still denying it. That, well, there ain't no climate crisis. This is just, just made up. This is just a moment in history. If you can't look around you and look at, like, the weather in the last couple of years, like, where it's only getting worse, this year has been crazy, and say, boy, yeah, no, we're in trouble. Like, everything is saying, we are past the point of, well, we better get around to it one of these days. We are at the point of, if we don't do something right now, we'll lose everything. Where it's like, you've already got lost some things that you won't get back. And we still just bumble forward. We're like, well, but I'm going to go to this car show. I'm going to go to this concert. I'm going to go do what I want. You're not going to tell me. And it's politicized again. Like, literally, this is our planet. This is the only one we have. Uh, I have a daughter. I don't want her to lose it. Uh, that was a, honestly, that was a fear I had of having a kid. Was the world she entered is a hateful, fearful world. And I, it breaks my heart for her. And I'm deathly afraid of what this world is. I don't want her to have to face some things women I know and have loved have faced. I don't want her to deal with the, the monsters out there. <clears throat> and, and all I can do, and my wife and I, is just prepare her the best we can. <clears throat> but unfortunately, this world is full of monsters. And as we watch this world burn and flood, you know, so many of us are just like marching in the streets against masks. It's like we have bigger fish to fry. Nope, nope. And we could beat this. We could beat this thing. We could beat this pandemic. We could have been back to normal and just arguing over stupid stuff, but we don't want to anymore. Everything is politics. Everything is fear. Uh, and it's crazy because we have, you know, as much as anything else, like in the background, corporations have, it's just like when we had the, the, uh, stock market, the most recent stock market crash. Corporations just are wringing their hands like in, with delight. Uh, look at all the jobs that have been cut. Look at all the the businesses that have gone under um, and they have been consolidated. And you, you know, take a drive through whatever city or town you're in and you will see chains that have gone under, local businesses that have gone under. And yeah, it's the pandemic for sure. And I get it. Um, and, and, I, and part of me is like, well, you should adapt or die to some degree. But we'll say they couldn't. I don't know if they could have survived anyways, because what this was, was this was a trial by fire, COVID, where if you couldn't survive it or figure out a way to thrive in it, uh, you wouldn't, you weren't going to last. And while we were arguing over politics and arguing over mask mandates, Corporations have been consolidating power. They have been raking in profits. They have been cutting jobs. They have been, you know, oh gosh, we just can't, we 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 have to let staff go. We just don't have, don't have that money anymore. Gosh, <clears throat> but they don't want to cut salary at the top. They don't want to downsize, like. Uh, Wisely, they just want to cut staff because that's e and that's the easiest thing to do. Is you're like, oh, I owe, you know, we owe a hundred million dollars. Well, gosh, look at this. Look at here's a hundred million dollars worth of worth of employees. We cut if we cut them, we're even again, gone. 
And what does that tell the employees that you already have? Like, you're not safe. You're not secure. Uh, where I work, cut someone that I was close to without reason uh, that was obvious. And I, since then, don't trust my place there. Um, but again, I, you know, that's just, that reminds me of something like I never trust businesses because they're, they're in the, they're in the business of being in business. They're not in the business of supporting me. But so much has changed during these last few years and during COVID specifically. And I just don't, I don't, it's no wonder so many of us are going through so much because we're being told a hundred different things. And whatever we choose, we're going to lose people because I guarantee people you, you care about or love will have died because of COVID, will have cut ties, or you will have cut ties because of belief systems. We can't just disagree anymore because people don't want to just disagree. They want to fight and they want to get loud and they want to tell you how you're wrong and you're, you're, and illustrate how wrong you are. And there's been an anger in America that has been bubbling for decades and it finally has burst. And it's scary because there's more and more of these homegrown terrorists. We worry about Afghanistan and the Taliban and essentially outsourced terrorism when we have our own here. Um, we will always, America's always been a target for, for folks. I mean, it's, it's kind of, we've, we've made ourselves the big boy on the block for a long time. We did. We're not so much anymore, but, you know, where we were going to be the culture shifters, we were going to, you know, we were going to be the shining light. Well, you do that when people will decide that they are against you and stand against you. And the be- best thing to do is to take that, take that person down, take that, that, that idol down. To show how powerful you are. But we have our own homegrown terrorists. And we are not dealing with them. And these are angry, disenfranchised, generally speaking, white men. Um, but white people who have been told over and over again that they are going to lose their culture. They're going to lose their world. They're going to lose their jobs. That they, and, and that people of color and people of of differing viewpoint and and... and beliefs and and identity are going to take their lives and their their livelihood and going to corrupt their children and we are being lied to by all of these trolls in power and outside of power who just want money they want money and power they want the the, the politicians want to pull the con job long enough to either get higher up and more power and more money or to like make the the speaking circuit and rake in the money and write their books and get speaking gigs on conservative news shows and and just kind of become preachers in their own right. And this isn't to tell you like I know the truth that anyone knows the truth. There is there's outside of the the big issues. Truth is a gray thing. And we have to kind of find it on our own. But if you can't open your eyes and look around you and see that we are in trouble, that this in the past few years things have shifted in such a way that we aren't the same country, um, we are losing the things that we held dear, 
And we're not even losing them, we're handing them away. And we're losing the world itself. Then I don't know what to tell you. Because as a, as a, as a creature of being, humans have to figure it out. And figure it out now. If we can't give a, a damn for one another, if we can't give a damn for this world, if we can't get over ourselves and our selfishness and our petulance and figure out a way like, hey, we need, we need to work together to save the world, to save each other, then we will live in a perpetual pandemic. We will live in a, a world where there are a handful of corporations that decide everything we do. Because really, it's the corporations that decide what we do. You want to go on a trip? Can you afford it? Like, like, do you want to, do you want to, you know, write a book? Can you get it published? Um, you can put it on the internet, but can you get access to internet? Like, like, so say what if all the internet companies just decided, you know what? We're going to make a, we're going to make a point and they just shut down service for even a day. Do you, can you imagine how much that would shake up this country? It gets insane. And this isn't even me on a conspiracy rant. This is just the way it is. Obviously, no one's shutting anything down. But that's the power these companies have now. And that's the power these politicians have. And that's the power that we have. And if we don't take it back, if in, in, in small ways, in ways of responsibility, in ways of stop yelling at one another, in ways of stop taking this world for granted... Um, in ways of stop believing every lie you're told and, and st- starting to expect more from your journalism and your media and your friends and your you know, leaders and yourself. Expect more than just someone coasting through to get theirs. Because we have been a society for too many years now where everybody's just trying to get theirs. And unfortunately, where that could work, where we all could get a little bit of ours, everyone wants all theirs. And by all theirs, that means that nobody gets anything else. So we'll have a whole handful of billionaires at the end of the world counting their money as they fly their little rockets into space, not getting anywhere. But by God, they can see how tiny we are as the world burns underneath them. And it's just, it's, it's... It's been strange to look around the world and to see where we're going and where we've been. And we have done such amazing things as a, as a race, we humans. But if we just don't get our heads out of our asses, we, uh, we may just be handing the reins over to whatever crawling, flying, thing that can survive the wasteland that we leave in our wake and on that note friend I hope you are well I hope you are safe I hope you're doing the right thing and keeping your family and yourself safe let's get through this thing let's get back to some manner of normalcy and let's fix this world before we lose it because you matter I matter we matter brain matter baby if you want to know more about me and my books and everything else, spookychris.com. I will talk to you sooner than later.